Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. From Autosport.com and Autosport Magazine, I'm Martin Lee, and this is the Autosport Podcast. Between now and Formula One pre-season testing, and for the first time ever, we've decided to bring you something a little different, and that is access to our normally subscriber-only content on Autosport Plus. Well, Autosport Plus gives you access to enjoy exclusive long reads, in-depth analysis, technical insights and expert opinion. So, each week our editors will be handpicking some of that subscriber content for you to enjoy and sample on the podcast. And if you like it, I'll tell you how you can get a massive 50% discount on membership at the end so stay tuned all the way. Later on, we'll talk about Juan Manuel Fangio, as Nigel Roebuck writes about what made him such a gentleman champion. But first, our chief editor, Kevin Turner, has picked out this article our subscribers first read last week, rating the best drivers of the century so far. Autosport's Top 50 feature has been a staple of the magazine for the past two decades since its first appearance in 2002. Here are the drivers that have featured most prevalently during that time. Written by Chief Editor Kevin Turner. Autosport's Top 50 Drivers of the Year rankings always cause controversy and debate, both within our office and the wider motorsport world. It's our attempt to assess and highlight the best performances each season. But that doesn't stop some fans and even drivers getting very cross about the final list. The 2021 Top 50, which was topped by Formula One World Championship runner-up Lewis Hamilton, was the 20th edition. Since the inaugural list in 2002, 292 drivers have appeared in the Top 50, some consistently, some just the once, 
while others have fallen in and out as their careers have ebbed and flowed. Autosport launched the Top 50 in the 19th of December 2002 issue of the magazine, when it covered only six pages, as opposed to the 26 pages in 2021. And much of the original premise remains. We've tried to spread the drivers around the different categories of motorsport as much as possible. Some have received bonus points for versatility, others for shining in adversity, and all of them, though, are bloody good drivers, and this is our salute. To mark the milestone, we thought it was time to tot up all the scores to find out which drivers have been the outstanding performers this century, or at least since 2002. The starting point each year is to rate the drivers within the major series, one of the core tasks of each journalist covering their championship. There are many factors taken into account, including the machinery at the driver's disposal. Circumstances, for example, were they in a title fight? Good and bad luck. Outstanding performances and errors, and importance within the team. In 2021, on-track etiquette also had to be taken into account when it came to F1 and the DTM. Once all these elements have been considered, each correspondent produces a top 10 drivers of the year in their championship, which traditionally appears as part of their own season review. Drivers from the same category in the top 50 tend to appear in the same order, unless a driver appears across multiple series. For example, Alessandro Pierre Guidi was second in the 2021 World Endurance Championship GTE Pro Drivers list to Kevin Estra, but jumped ahead in the top 50, thanks to his efforts in GT World Challenge Europe, particularly in the Spa 24 Hours. As our longtime sports car correspondent Gary Watkins said, special drivers do special things, and standout moments are also considered in the rankings. Rating the different series then has to be factored in. This isn't an exact science, and the strength of many categories changes over time. Some seasons are stronger than others, particularly when it comes to junior single-seater championships, which can oscillate significantly from one year to another. Trying to judge all the series and performers within them each year is a challenging task and creates much debate. How do you compare, for example, a Super Formula champion with a NASCAR or World Touring Car race winner? World championships, most obviously Formula One and in rallying, tend to be at the top of the pyramid, with the leading categories of American motorsport, IndyCar and the NASCAR Cup, also weighted strongly. Formula E and WEC tend to figure in higher echelons too. Once all the championship top tens have been collated, drivers competing in multiple series considered and an initial list of up to 70 names or more being produced, it's sent to the correspondents for feedback on who needs to move up or down and in or out. A small panel then determines the final top 50 to prevent the debate going on forever. For this 20 years list, we gave 50 points for the number one driver in each annual list. 49 for second, etc., all the way down to one point for 50th. We then added up each driver's scores over the years to come to a total. Obviously, this was just one way of rating the drivers. A more holistic view of the century would include other factors, such as the varying gaps between drivers which can't be reflected in the data. And similarly, few drivers' careers fit neatly 
into our 20-year window. For example, Michael Schumacher would undoubtedly be higher up the list if we'd been doing this since 1992, while other drivers, like the 2021 Formula One world champion Max Verstappen, have only recently got going and will doubtless climb up the rankings over the next few years. Nevertheless, as a novel way of starting the conversation and celebrating two decades of outstanding driving in the top 50 itself, we hope this is a fun way to begin the new year. The Leading Performers One of the key things about the top 50 is that it's not restricted by championship finishing order. All but the most casual of motorsport fans, or those wanting to avoid a debate, will concede that any given championship result doesn't necessarily reflect the performance levels of the drivers that year. Over the 20 editions, our top 50 has been headed by someone other than that year's champion on six occasions. This can help those sometimes saddled with mediocre machinery, so it's perhaps not a surprise that the top scorer is Fernando Alonso, with 810 points. In his two F1 title-winning years, he was second to World Rally Championship Sebastian Loeb in 2005 and first in 2006, and he's been a consistently superb performer for most of the period. He topped the list again in 2012, when his brilliant F1 campaign with Ferrari fell just shy of denying Red Bull's Sebastian Vettel the crown. Alonso's quest for motorsport's triple crown, combined with some stellar performances for the then-beleaguered McLaren team, also kept him in the frame when his F1 results alone looked unremarkable. He was third in our 2017 listings when he made his first appearance in the Indianapolis 500 and climbed to second in 2018 when he won the Le Mans 24 Hours with Toyota. His quiet 2020 meant he dropped off the list, but his return with Alpine in 2021 and subsequent finish of 24th meant he stayed ahead by just 12 points of the second-place driver on our list. The battle between Alonso and Hamilton is the one motorsports missed most over much of the past decade and a half, so it's perhaps appropriate that the Briton, on 798 points, is right behind the leader. Just as Alonso has won both the world title twice and topped our list twice, seven-time world champion Hamilton has taken our number one spot on seven occasions. Whereas Alonso's first top 50 appearance was second in 2003, Hamilton arrived in 24th two years later, after his Formula 3 Euro Series title success. He was 11th after winning GP2 as a rookie in 2006, before rising to second, ahead of Alonso, in his first F1 season. He's been in the top two every year since then, apart from his troubled year in 2011 when he came eighth, and his first campaign at Mercedes in 2013 when he was seventh. If the 2021 top 50 result is repeated this year, Hamilton will overtake Alonso for top spot. There's then a very big gap to Vettel in third, partly because the German arrived in the higher echelons of the sport later, and partly because his career, arguably, started trailing off sooner. Vettel first made it into the top 50 in 2006, in 41st, as F3 Euro Series runner-up behind Paul de Resta, and rose to 22nd the following year, when he was a Formula Renault 3.5 race winner and made his F1 debut. He was then a fixture in the top 10 for six years, topping the list as world champion three times. 
There was a dip as he struggled alongside Daniel Ricciardo, twice our top pick and 12th overall, at Red Bull in 2014, followed by a revival at Ferrari before a steep fall after 2018. Three more F1 world champions, Jensen Button, Kimi Raikkonen and Nico Rosberg, make the top 10, while ninth-placed Mark Webber is the top F1 driver not to be world champion, though of course he did become world endurance champion with Porsche. Aside from Verstappen, who on his current trajectory will make it into the top 10 in the next two years, there are several youngsters lurking in the list who will surely rise in the seasons to come. Charles Leclerc is already 30th off the back of just six appearances, with a highest position of fourth in 2019. Incoming Mercedes driver George Russell has appeared five times and is currently 44th, while fellow McLaren Autosport BRDC award winner Lando Norris is 50th, 17 points behind, having also made the top 50 five times. With Formula One at the pinnacle of motorsport, it's not a surprise that normally it provides the leading contenders for our top 50. However, other championships have been well represented over the years. The only non-F1 driver so far to top our list is world rally legend Loeb. He was number one in 2005, the year he won 10 of the 16 events to take his third consecutive crown with Citroen and won Race of Champions. He's the top WRC driver in sixth, just two spots and 17 points ahead of his successor, Sebastian Ogier. Fittingly, given they're in the debate about the greatest rally driver of all time, both have made 12 top 50 appearances and are well ahead of third place WRC exponents, double champion Marcus Gronholm in 25th. But ahead of these rallying stars is six-time IndyCar champion Scott Dixon. The Kiwi has long been regarded as one of the best drivers outside of F1 and is fourth, although his peak of fifth in the 2013 top 50 isn't as high as Loeb, Ogier or Gronholm. His long career at the top of American single-seaters means he has 15 appearances. His longevity has been remarkable and it's possible he could yet overtake Vettel for third in the list. Dixon's rapid but often unfortunate rival, Will Power, is 16th, just behind Valtteri Bottas, while four-time champion and three-time Indianapolis 500 winner Dario Franchitti completes the IndyCar Top 3 in 27th. The other big arm of American motorsport also appears in the leading places. Seven-time NASCAR Cup champion Jimmy Johnson, who rose as high as third in 2009, 10 and 13, is 11th overall, well clear of old rival Kevin Harvick in 33rd. Sports car racing traditionally has its peaks and troughs, with the Porsche versus Audi versus Toyota LMP1 era of the last decade putting some drivers into the high placings. Andre Lotterer was 6th in 2013 and 7th the following year. And Le Mans winner Nick Tandy was 8th in 2015. But in weaker years, the leading endurance drivers have naturally fallen back. Sebastian Buemi is the top WEC driver on the two-decade list, and he's in 19th. He never made it into the top 50 during his Formula 1 career, but has been a consistent presence since 2014. Normally, his combined WEC and Formula E performances leapfrog him high up the list, though his dismal 2021 campaign actually dragged him back in last year's standings. 
placing drivers from the various tintop series, which are often esoteric, even if competitive, can be tricky. But the main championships are represented. The DTM has at times been home to some of the best drivers outside Formula One, and double champion Gary Paffett's long and successful Mercedes career gets him into 39th on the list. That's just one place and 10 points ahead of outgoing Australian supercars hero Jamie Wincup. The seven-time supercar champion is, of course, one spot and three points ahead of triple DTM title winner Rene Rust. When it comes to the less powerful touring cars, Ivan Muller is fittingly the top representative. The four-time world touring car champion is 43rd and is a driver who would surely be higher had Autosport's top 50 started just a few years earlier. The leading British touring car driver is Muller's old teammate and rival, Jason Plato, in 125th. And finally, some honourable mentions. The names towards the bottom of the list tend to be up-and-coming single-seater racers, likely to score more points in the future, or GT and tin-top exponents that have put in at least one outstanding season in their chosen field. And perhaps the most random entry towards the bottom, however, is 1992 Formula One world champion Nigel Mansell. The 1993 kart champion and 31-time F1 race winner would have been a major factor in a 1980s and 1990s version of the top 50, but his only appearance in the actual list was 50th in 2005, thanks to his success in the short-lived Grand Prix Masters. Well, you can see a complete table of the best top 50 drivers of all the top 50s we've made online right now at autosport.com slash plus. And I'll be back in a moment as we talk Juan Manuel Fangio, written by Nigel Roebuck. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Our second article today comes via our sister publication, GP Racing Magazine. The original F1 maestro who set the bar for Schumacher and Hamilton. One Manuel Fangio, peerless on track and charming off it, established the gold standard of Grand Prix greatness. Nigel Roebuck writes about a remarkable champion. In Nigel's words... The brown of the facsimile helmet wasn't dark enough, but never mind. The pole position trophy won by Valtteri Bottas in Mexico was something to savour. And Valtteri, the epitome of Finnish calm, had a crack in his voice as he accepted it from Jackie Stewart. The power of Juan Manuel Fangio endures and always will. Once at Interlagos, I saw him tap Senna on the shoulder, and Ayrton, momentarily annoyed, swung round, then saw who it was, and, tears glistening, put his arms around the old man who was his earthly god. I first met Fangio at Monaco in 1971, on the morning after the Grand Prix. Outside Rampoldi's, a lovely old restaurant on the run down from Casino Square, there seemed to be a lot of activity, and I wandered in to take a look. 
The place was packed with movie people, and in their midst, sitting quietly at a table, was the great Juan Manuel. With knives, forks and model cars, he was fighting old battles again. This for the forthcoming biopic. I was transfixed, and he must have noticed, for when there was a break in shooting, he beckoned me over. Who? Me? After regaining the gift of speech, I told him I was a journalist, new to the business, and later, before shaking hands, we exchanged cards. And thereafter, remarkably, he invariably remembered my name, albeit with a Spanish twist. Nejuel. I swooned out of Rampoldi's on a cloud. Although I encountered Fangio many times over the years, only once did I interview him. In June 1979, he came to England to drive a Mercedes-Benz W125 in the Gunnar Nielsen Memorial Meeting at Donington Park. And on the Saturday morning, we met at the legendary Steering Wheel Club in Curzon Street. As always, the quiet maestro, now 68, was utterly charming. First of all, introducing me to our interpreter, a Spanish lady who was extremely attractive and this clearly had not escaped him. Very amusing too, as it turned out, and well able to do justice to the nuances of his anecdotes. At one point, I said something about teammates, about the games played by drivers to get preferential treatment, and Fangio cackled with laughter. Nothing new under the sun. Fangio said, at Monza in 1953, my Maserati had a terrible vibration all through practice, and it could not be cured. Every team I drove for, I made sure of having the mechanics on my side. Anything I win, you guys get 10%. The night before the race, I complained again about the vibration, and on Sunday, it was miraculously cured, and I won. I've no idea how they solved the problem, said Fangio, but I remember that during the race, Bonetto's teeth fell out. Every great driver has his otherworldly day of days, and Fangio's came appropriately at the Nürburgring in 1957. Following a long pit stop, his chase of the Ferraris of Mike Hawthorne and Peter Collins, in the course of which he lowered his own lap record by 24 seconds, had gone into legend. If it were the greatest drive of his life, so it follows that there's been none better, and never will be. More than anything, he remembered the day with relief. Fangio said, Even now, talking to you over 20 years later, I can feel fear when I think of that race. More than any other circuit, I loved the Nürburgring, and I believe that day I conquered it. But on another day, maybe it would have conquered me. The next year, Collins died there. I had a strange feeling after the race. I'd never driven like that before, and I knew I never would again. My Maserati wasn't very powerful, but it was a beautiful car to drive, and I felt I could make it do anything. Everybody always says it's the best race of my life, and they're right. And what about his hardest? Juan Manuel rolled his eyes and said, Oh, the Argentine Grand Prix in 1955, because the heat was so bad. There were drivers pulling out of the race, collapsing. I felt as bad as they did, but I got through it by imagining I was waist-deep in snow. It was at the end of 1957 that Fangio, world champion for the fifth time, decided to stop. He told me, 
I was 46 and very tired after all those years of racing and travelling. I loved my years as a Grand Prix driver, but didn't miss it afterwards because there had been great sacrifices. Necessary to stay on top, but sacrifices nonetheless. During my time, around 30 drivers died. And while I didn't allow that to influence me, my sadness deepened every time. Racing is beautiful when you're full of enthusiasm, but when it becomes work, you should stop. By the end of 1957, it was becoming work. Well, 24 hours after our meeting, he drove the Mercedes at Donington when he came out of the chicane on his first lap, unfamiliar with the car and its 5.6-litre engine. He dabbed the throttle just a little too early. Out the tail flicked, and momentarily we held our breath, fearful that he was about to look foolish. We needn't have worried. Before you could blink, the slide had been checked and the power was on again. Close by me, on the pit wall, Dan Gurney and Mario Andretti whooped like schoolboys. The great man still had it. He'd raced for the last time at Reims in 1958, primarily as a favour to the Maserati people, of whom he was very fond. Fangio said, I had plenty of time to think in that race because Reims was mainly straights. And I thought about my career, how I'd come to Europe originally for just one year, never expecting to win a race. And in the end, I stayed for 10 years and won five world championships. Now, though, I wondered, what was I doing here? And I knew then it was time for the rest of my life. And you know, when I stopped racing, I was made president of Mercedes-Benz in Argentina. Me, a lad from a little town. Juan Manuel Fangio, a colossus of a driver, a modest and enchanting gentleman. As written by Nigel Roebuck and read on Autosport Plus. Well, we think it's the best motorsport writing out there, but judge for yourself with half-price access. New subscribers who sign up today can use the promo code PODCAST. Use it during checkout and you can save 50% off your first payment, whether that is the first month or the first year. So go to autosport.com slash plus and click sign in at the top of the page. Use the promo code podcast on the following page for the 50% discount. Well, thanks for listening today and we'll be back soon. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I love the playoffs. Anything can happen. But the best part? It's like bonus football. And bonus football means betting bonuses with Gambit DC. For a limited time, you can get boosted deposits by 57% up to $1,000 on the Gambit DC app and up to a 57% multi-sport parlay boost at Gambit DC retail locations. It's the most exciting time to be a fan. So make your play and get the home field advantage with Gambit DC. Limited time offer, terms and conditions apply. Please bet responsibly. Sports Social Podcast Network.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.